Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 52. Today we've got a very special holiday edition for all of you listeners out there. We're going to be talking about Christmas in all sorts of different ways. So I would like to just wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas, Vesele Vanoze, and Frohe Weihnachten. I guess we'll also toss in a Feliz Navidad in there as well. We hope you all have been enjoying the holiday season and we'll get to spend some time with your friends and family, have some delicious food, and also exchange some good gifts, whether those be uh, that brand new pony that you've been begging for for years or just that funny white elephant gift uh, that brings you a chuckle. So we're looking forward to talking to you all today about Christmas and hopefully get you in the holiday spirit if you are not already in the holiday spirit. So without further ado, I uh, am here to introduce my friend, my buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello, hello. Tis the season, or, sh- or shall I say, Jouet Noel, uh, Buon Natale. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, Christmas Eve. Ooh, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. You know what was stirring, though? What's that? Our Twitter. Our Twitter was popping. Untranslatable one on Twitter, the number one. Untranslatable podcast on Instagram. Um, you'll see our this amazing picture of a Christmas tree that I've uh, that I took. And if you uh, f- if anyone is familiar with uh, the podcast Time Space Continuum, Chad hasn't even seen this picture yet, but I'm about to blow his mind. Um, <laughs> or email us. <laughs> At the untranslatable podcast at gmail.com, and you can tell us all sorts of things like a song of the pod recommendation, your untranslatables that uh, you use around the house, um, or you could just tell us about some interesting travel stories or just anything. We like language stuff, a lot of language stuff, which is nice too. That's true. That is true. So, uh, Chad, the other day I um, went ice skating. And, um, Ooh, okay. And, and so I'm not going to lie, I was. Uh, I was not gonna say I was terrified, but uh, I was definitely fe- <laughs> I was definitely feeling mama hoo hoo, because like it's, okay. it had been a while since I had done it. At first, I thought the last time I had done it was like when I was like eight. Then I remember I had also um, ice skated when I was in high school, so maybe sixteen or seventeen in my friend's backyard. That's the best part about growing up in Michigan is you can. There's always a friend's backyard to either ride a boat in or to ice skate in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. And so. Um, I was genuinely nervous, and I got out there, and uh, I was actually pretty good. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Like, when I first got out there, it was a little sloppy at first, but then, like, I got the hang of it pretty quickly, and I think what helps is I'm, I was a good rollerblader when I was a kid as well. Oh, that's a huge advantage. Because it, it's, it's very like similar in skating, feeling. Oh, definitely. I feel like ice skating, too, it's kind of like you got to... Gotta get your sea legs or get your ice legs. You know, the first couple of right. couple of strides are a little awkward. Especially since but once you get in the groove. Especially since I was so like I was generally nervous. I, I felt like kind of an idiot being so nervous before because I was like, oh, I was actually pretty good at this. <laughs> like I wasn't so what, out there what like, exactly. But I, I got a good I got some <laughs> speed and I was like, oh, I could actually like not worry about falling down every second. What so what was the occasion? You just for shits and gigs, thought you were gonna go ice skating. Uh, or? Uh, I had a, a, a friend with a friend, uh, and uh, she just recommended it, and I was and and um, <laughs> it's so funny. We actually drove there, and there was like we thought parking would be easy, and it actually was, but there was not a parking spot where we first looked. And then uh, and then she's and she 
quote unquote made a joke like let's just go home and in my head I was like sweet because I really did not want to ice skate <laughs> I was so sure and I even mentioned I was like my car's manual so if I like break a leg here you can't drive us home <laughs> but anyway we uh, ended up going and uh, and it, it was just uh, kind of a random idea um, much like me going to that Christmas light thingy I feel like um, I'm trying to be more su- more susceptible to people throwing out ideas of me just being like F it sure why not and right. um might as well yeah. i mean in that case worst case scenario you break a leg <laughs> or get a concussion ice skating which would be pretty bad <laughs> but you know the the Good big question is did you die once i know that i <laughs> dude by the way it, it uh, you know it's so funny now that i'm going to say this uh, but it is also so funny watching some people that insist on trying and like there's this one dude that was he wasn't by himself, but he was skating by himself. And whenever he mm-hmm. would go, whenever I would see him, he'd always he he was kind of tall and lanky, and he'd always like look like he was on the brink of falling and destroying himself, and his legs would be flying all <laughs> over the place. And what it really looked like was just his ice skates weren't tied tight enough, and so they were kind of like inverting. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, weren't yep. tight enough around the ankle. And I'm not gonna uh, recommend anything to him. What do I know? But like, it was hilarious to watch, and like, I felt bad laughing because it's like I wish. I hope he knows that we're laughing at or with him, not at him. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> right. So I'm assuming you went ice skating outdoors. Was it probably like a Christmas style ice right. rink outside? Yeah, or? it was at nice. A, nice. a place called Penn's Landing. So it's along the um, Delaware River, I believe that is. And um, okay. they have this little, I wouldn't call it a Christmas market. Well, they kind of, I guess they, it's not a Christmas market. It's like an outdoor kind of, uh, uh, like like there's little outdoor vendors where you can buy beer and stuff all around, like pretty much year round. And there's like even a little park area. And then there's, uh, and then, you know, during winter, um, they put out this ice rink. And I think actually usually it's, um, they have it there as a roller rink in summers and stuff. They'll open it up oh, for nice. and you can rent um roller skates that's awesome yeah that sounds like a good time man i'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah i faced glad a you fear didn't break like a, anything like it felt it felt good to face a fear nice yeah i feel that you know what man that motivates me now to like write down a list of like <laughs> some fears or things i want to like do i honestly man i hate admitting this but i still need to write a list of places that I want to visit and go to and things I want to do while I'm here. Dude, you've been there for like three months. Four months. And it's, well, let's let's be fair, though. It's At least it's not like you're not doing anything. That's like true. Like you're still living a very active life. So so I think, yeah, you definitely do. Remember we talked about Italy and the reason that mm-hmm. we talked about Italy so many episodes ago, and we were probably going to do more episodes like that because we thought you were going to travel more. Right, but um, it's not like you're not doing anything, though. So, 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 I think there is some solace in knowing that it's like you're not wasting away your time there. You're going to little trips to Dresden or Calavivari or where David lives. I keep forgetting. Carlo, Raditz, Carlove, Raditz, Carlove. There we go. Raditz, Carlove, Viborni, and and so, so I think there is some solace in that. But do you want to? So, by this list, do you mean places that are more what is this list how is it differing from places that you're going to now i mean it would just i guess give me a more clear guideline of which which countries or which like during during the spring i would love to make my way down to croatia i've heard it's absolutely beautiful there 
Croatia would be sick. On the beach, um, uh, on the road again. We'll make it happen. <laughs> right, right. Getting some sand in my in my uh, audio interface, yeah. but it'll be worth yeah. it. Yeah, be careful with the computer. Um, Hold it up above your head or something. <laughs> right, right. And then also, I think uh, Poland would be cool to visit yeah. because I'm not that far from Poland. Um, obviously, you know me. I'm going back to Germany. It's going to happen. Well, where are you going? Because you've been to Berlin. Um, Right. You've well, I'm been going, to Dresden. I'm going, we'll talk about that. I'm going back to Dresden on Wednesday with my parents, actually. Oh, damn. Oh, your parents are coming. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I still have not bought a ticket back home. And I think I'm leaning <laughs> oh, towards geez. not going home at this point. I mean, I have to. And, and I so think I've accepted. So you're just going to spend Christmas by yourself? I guess so. I'm not going to spend $400 plus on a Frontier flight. Like, it's just not going to happen. That right. it, that just seems ridiculous to me. Now, now How I far think, is the drive? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's at least. It's okay. at least. I mean, I'm just guessing. I can. I can Google it right now, but it's at least like I'll Google it. I'll give you the exact time, because I know my parents' address and I. I know my address. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would have to brag, so. but I know my own address. <laughs> uh, but it's too far away. But um, I think I've accepted that. I've accepted that that's okay. what's happening. I just have to tell my parents. <laughs> Right, and I think I'm going to call them. How do you think them. they're going to take it? I think they'll take it fine. It's just, I, it's just a longer. I, I need to stop um, waiting, you know. Oh, for sure. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. But like, I, I see them enough, and I think it's more my grandparents that might uh, feel. Yeah, the drive is um, 19 hours. Ooh, that's a bit of drive. Okay, just that's hop fair. in the uh, hop in the old hatchback and uh, <laughs> <laughs> hit the road, Jack. <laughs> If I leave today, I think I'll be able to get there by Christmas Eve. But yeah, I, I think if I edit while I drive, I might be able to get this. Uh, I might be able to get there by uh, the twenty fourth. Perfect. I mean, you're a solid multitasker. You could do it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know, texting and driving is nothing these days. I'm a millennial, goddammit. <laughs> Those rules are really made for the old people that don't really know how to work their fancy phones. That's um, true. So. I um, was was looking at the uh, reading the uh, periodicals, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I wasn't. I, I just heard of the story, <laughs> and um, scientists have found the funniest words in the English la- language. Oh, really? The ten funniest words. Now, to be fair, okay. I feel like I need to give this t- disclaimer: they're Canadian scientists, so oh, okay. take it with a grain of salt. They're going to be a little biased. <laughs> They're going to be a little biased. Um, so, um, are you are you going to give us some of these words because you've piqued my curiosity, my friend? Of course. Why why would I bring it up and be like, I don't know the words? I just know that there happen to be some funny words out there. I've heard. Anyway, moving on. Um, I'll read a little bit of this article. Why is oh scientists have found the funniest words in the English language? Why is boobs and Wrigley more likely to get, get a laugh than say taxes? What makes some words funnier than others? Although you might not uh, have thought about it, it it's um, much more. It, it, excuse me, I thought about it much before. Deducing the humor factor in words is a surprisingly concept uh, complex process. I love how I'm destroying reading in this article about words. <laughs> Nobody has. Can, can, can I add? I feel like I, I, don't, I haven't read this article, mm-hmm. but I feel like to me, what makes a lot of words funny is just the way they sound. Yes. Well, it's one. You know, that, that's what they're about. That's what they do mention in this article. There are two things that really, or the, like, not two, but, but there's, they, what they say, four, something like that? I just read it, didn't I? 
Um, oh, I hadn't read that part yet. That was just me and my own personal time. But anyway, they do mention that um, yes sound and how certain letters and, and letter combinations mm-hmm. sound funnier than others. Like, um, man. Um, oh, there are six categories. And so, they, oh, and then they also say there are funny things like bodily functions, animal, some animal words are funny. Uh, apparently, you know, this is. Okay. <laughs> and so this is, uh, now you got me all confused on this article. Uh, the team found, um, the team found, uh, I want to find where, I, I want to m- make it clear where this was at first before I keep going. Um, well, oh, excuse me, University of Alberta, there we go. It was a psychologist, okay. Chris Westbury at the University of Alberta. Um, the researcher uh, used a data set uh, considering, uh, consisting of about 5,000 words, along with how humorous people uh, found them uh, rated on a scale of 1 to 5. With these ratings and the words themselves, they then tried to pull apart what makes each word funny. What they found is that there are two predictors of how funny a word is. Formal predictors, how the word is spelt and sounds, and semantic predictors, how the word is related to our emotions and the meanings behind mm, it. So, you know, okay. basically funny sense. sounds are like sexual or farty stuff. Right. <laughs> Uh, we started up. Uh, even I laughed at that. Um, we started up <laughs> by identifying these six categories. It turns out that the best predictors of funniness is not uh, is not distance from uh, from one of those six categories, but rather average dif- distance from all six categories. That makes sense because uh, lots of words that people find funny fall into more than one category, like sex and bodily functions, like boobs. Yep, that's fa- that's a pretty funny word. Also, with that same ooh sound, poop. I feel like poop is a pretty funny word. Uh, it, <laughs> poop is a funny word. But I think that sound <laughs> is a funny sound. Like that ooh I agree. sound. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the team used, uh, so they developed a computer model to figure out what was funny. And then they cross checked the results from those 5,000 words um, from this, it, 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 and that, that was judged, that 74 um, participants judged these five. And, these 5,000 words, and then they um, extrapolated those results to 45,000 more words, if that makes any sense. Okay. So they yeah, used yeah, a I computer so. program of what those fi- like what found those 5,000 words funny and, and applied that same logic to 45,000 other words to see what they would find oh, funny. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, as, you know, so they essentially tested 50,000 words. Um, and you said you got the top 10? I do, yeah. Let's, let's hear them. I'm, I'm really curious. Um, all right. Do you want to play a classic game of? Yup. All right. Yes, I that do. Always seems you appropriate. <laughs> Up, Chuck. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, but, but before I even say anything, <laughs> am I guessing if these are these words made the top ten list? No, this is the list. Okay, and I have to give it my you, my ham horn you, or my. Do you think it's funny or not? Do you think it's a funny word? Up, Chuck. Or do you at least? Maybe it's not going to make you laugh, but do you at least be like, all right, I accept that as the top 10, as a top 10 or I'm going to say no. Give me that shotgun. I'm, with, I'm, I'm with not. Also, as far I'm as... assuming they mean upchuck like like barf, right? Right. And you know, that's what I was going to say. As far as bodily functions goes, throwing up is one of the grossest. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> like, sure. Like, it's the least funny. Like, burping and farting is way funnier than throwing up. Throwing right. up is just mostly gross. Right. And so upchuck, and, even and though I, I feel like they're... 
Go ahead. I understand how upchuck would sound funny, like with that, but 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 as they said, it needs the combination of the other categories. And as far right. as bodily functions go, throwing up is not one of the good ones. I feel like I feel That's like the word bad. barf. <laughs> I feel like the word barf is funnier than upchuck. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. With and don't they don't they even say an always sunny? Don't they say yarf? I don't remember that, but that's that that's funny too. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. this all right, the second one. Uh-huh. The second one is uh Bubby. Wait, that was number one? I, Upchuck I was number one. I don't know if these are ranked. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So what what these was the next one? most Sorry? likely Bubby? to make you giggle, but I don't know if they're technically okay. ranked. Because there's no okay. numbers next to them at least. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Bubby. So this one's Bubby? Yeah. Bubby. Bubby. What what does that even mean? Like grandma, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, it's all right, I guess. Can you give it a half horn? Well, I'm going to give it a half horn. I kind of like okay. it. I think it's kind of funny. All right, Bubby. Bubby. All right. All right. <laughs> Listen well, to you, you say Bubby. It like that, if you say if you say it like that, it's well, you got to make it funny. funny. I mean, you can't you can't it's hard to do that with that's, taxes, that's as true. they say. Listen to your taxes. Like, it's still... <laughs> I mean, I can't, but I'm, I'm a comedic genius. You're a comedic genius, <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> I think that's... I think me saying that I'm a comedic genius might be one of the funniest things I've ever said. Uh, the third one... All right, Bubby. <laughs> See? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. That's uh, true. The, thir- the third on this list is Boff. What is what? I don't really know boff. what that means. Like you boff, like is it like if you boff at something? Can is that a thing? I think you might B-O-F-F? be thinking the way it's the way you. It's the way you it seems like you're th- you might be thinking of scoff. Could be. Boff is, is have sexual intercourse with someone. It's just maybe. An, oh, what? Apparently, it's an I've American thing. I've never heard thing. that before. Also, uh, to a blow or punch. And maybe that's what you're doing to the, uh, you know. Wait, wait, this wait, is a hold up. Show. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. I'm, I'm consulting our, uh, our very, very. Um, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yep, you knew it. Yeah. Our, our academic counterparts what at do Urban the kids Dictionary. Say? And the top definition of boff is a term to describe quick sexual intercourse, which includes the man not taking off his pants and a lot of dry humping. And this is kind of hilarious. Sounds awful. This term is commonly used by English teachers like Mr. Fetterman. Who's Mr. Fetterman? In, I, I don't know. Wayne, Another person says boff is a quickie. Fetterman. Think we can squeeze in a quick boff between classes. It's, it sounds, um, it sounds um, British to me or like Australian. Yeah, or I just would never say that. Get a quick boff in. <laughs> that, that's true. Um, okay. Tr- anyway, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say shot, shotgun that bad boy. Okay. Not I a think fan. We're spending too much time on, on each one of these. Uh, no offense. <laughs> I appreciate uh, that you're really putting in a lot of uh, effort to make. It. <laughs> but um, I, I think just by the very nature of how long it takes you to answer, it takes all the fun out of it. <laughs> that's fair. All right, give me the next the, one. This is biased by how much you're analyzing it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Wrigley. <laughs> Wrigley. R- Wrigley. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, you know, I, I think I understand the concept of why that would be funny, but I think right. maybe what's the problem with it is there's, it's too common now. Wrigley Field, yeah. Wrigley Gum, like it's just right. very like it's 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 a hard way to just yep. pull out. Uh, uh, yaps, 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 y a p s, yaps. 
What is like yapping? Maybe. Okay. I mean, it's all right. I guess. Quit your yapping. All right, I'll give it to you. Giggle. I mean, that's a classic. Who doesn't? Giggle's a good one. Who doesn't? Yeah, like yeah, it? I like that one. I like that, that, that one. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of the word giggle. Is it makes you giggle. <laughs> right. That's true. Cooch. Oh yeah, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Chad was adamant. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a good one. Okay. It's it's a funny one, Cooch. Yeah. Like, like when I hear that word, I picture like a female Canadian, uh, com- not Canadian, comedian, <laughs> um, like making some joke and like I forget who it was. I was watching somebody on Netflix, and and the way just the way she kept saying Cooch was just hilarious. For some reason, it was so funny. I was about to say Samantha B because you said female Canadian, and I was like, oh wait, he didn't actually mean Canadian. He just meant comedian because she's a Canadian right. comedian. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it was her. Who knows? I don't think she's that's a good one. But um, guffaw. A little part mm-hmm. of Chad was taking a sip of water. A little part of me was hoping I'd get him to like do a spit take or something. What what is guffaw? That? You know, it's like guffawing. Everyone guffawed. I think it's kind of like a Ugh. oh my oh oh Jesus! I'm, I'm knocking yeah. shit over. <laughs> Calm down, Jared. <laughs> Calm down. I've I've never heard that word in my entire life. Okay, well then, um, do you find it funny? Guffaw? Not really. Nope. I think it sounds weird. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't I I don't think I fully find it funny, but I think to balance this out, I'll give it a half. So one one of each. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Puffball. 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 All right. It's all right. <laughs> uh, that just Fair seems enough. that just seems like it only hits the uh, funniness on the. Uh, w- once again, I'm bringing back that it has to bring in multiple factors. That only mm-hmm. sounds like it hits it mm-hmm. on the like the sound factor. It's like I understand, uh, constru- word construction wise, why this would come up as a funny word, but it, but it's it's more sounds. It, I just more get like I de- like thoughts of cutesy when I hear puffball, and cutesy doesn't make me right. laugh. Cutesy just annoys me. Jiggly. Oh yeah, Jiggly's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one for sure. Jiggly's funny. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's the top ten. Or that's yeah. That's all right. I think there right. was more no's than yeses on that list. Yeah, I feel like there are definitely funnier words in English. That I think so. Not on there. I think so. Yeah, buffoon. That's a funny word. Oh, that's a good one for sure. <laughs> Buffoon's good. Skedaddle. Ooh, skedaddle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cattywampus, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think cattywampus is a solid one. Mm-hmm. Uh, bamboozle. Um, That's a funny word. I like bamboozle. Oh, bamboozle is a great one. Um, great one for sure. Gooch. That's kind of similar to cooch, oh, though. Oh my god, dude! Funny story about this word. So I was I was with my buddy David in Dresden, right? And we were we were we were at this really nice little beer house drinking some beer, and we we talked about something, and somehow the word gooch came up, and he had never heard the word gooch before. How does so that I had to happen? explain. Isn't he American? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's he's American, but yeah. So that was interesting. How'd you explain? Kind of, it? I mean, what'd you tell him it was? <laughs> I mean, first I, I told him it's the taint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the taint. Yeah, but anyways, speaking of Dresden, though, dude. Yeah, let's hear it. Saw some amazing Christmas markets. Oh, I bet. If, if any of our listeners are in or around Dresden during this time of the year, during Christmas time. You have to go to the the Stritzelmarkt. Is that what they call Christmas markets in German? 
no, no, no. That's well. Uh, I I would assume it's just Weihnachtsmarkt, but the Stritzelmarkt has been around since 1434. Mm. It's in the Altmarkt in Dresden. Have you been to Dresden before? Oh yeah, this was my fourth time in Dresden. Okay, love it. I, it's a great city. Uh, it's it's funny to me how little I travel around Germany when I live there. Because I lived in Dusseldorf, so I was very close to France. My parents love wine and stuff. So I went to a lot of random cities in France when I was a kid. But never really traveled to all these great German cities. Well, you, you got to make your way out there. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. On the road again in, the but, pers- in person with, with uh, Chad and Jared. That'd be sweet. Yeah. It w- it would be it'll be weird, though, doing a podcast with you sitting next to me. <laughs> we can't and do not... it. We're just like, uh, yeah, right. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> exactly but anyways so we got into dresden at like 10 10 a.m you train it was an hour hour and a half drive no one of my colleagues from work um was going there with her husband and so they they took us along with them How'd and you they, they went that? shopping she she asked me i was sitting in my office on monday last week and she said hey i'm going to dresden with my with my husband do you guys want to come join us um and uh you know and she knows about my buddy David because I talk about him all the time. Right. So, uh, so I was like, "Yeah, like let me let me message my buddy David." And this level you know, of hospitality I told her, is mind blowing to me. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It was great. And so we got in at ten. Did, where did you stay with them? What do you mean? They're, they're from Khomutov. So we we. I mean, we in drove. Dresden, did you stay with them? So at. No, 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 because they wanted to do some shopping at like the shopping centers. So, you, but you, you guys had separate, uh, like, plans, separate uh, places to sleep. Well, that's no, what I we, meant by we did came you stay ba- with them. No, we, bro, we came back. It was a one hotels. day. It was a one day. Uh, yeah, it was oh. just a quick little. Yeah, yeah it was a day trip that. to Dresden. I thought you spent the night yeah, yeah. Or okay. Mm-mm, no. So we so we get in there at ten. Uh, hit up the Christmas market, walk around a little bit. Hour and a half. Oh, that's not bad at all. That's great. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You get all. in at ten. You're good. And and drove through the uh, the Ore Mountains in the Czech Republic. Really beautiful scenery. Driving there. Um, and yeah, we got in at ten, uh, and then got some apple cinnamon glühwein, which was amazing. Some of the Sounds best like glühwein it. I think I've ever had. Um, so that was really good. Then after that, we went and uh, did a little sightseeing. Because we were in the uh, the Altstadt or the old part of town, mm-hmm. and there's this wall that has all of the old like kings and dukes of Saxony all in this one wall, and there's this one dude that I I made a point to to take a picture by. His name was like um, I think it was like either Georg or Friedrich der Bärtige, so George or Frederick the Bearded. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Was that Which a real last like name? Well, no, these were like their titles. Like oh, one of them oh, was like, oh, oh. one of them was like um, Friedrich der Strenge, uh, Friedrich the the strict. Uh-huh. Another one was like That's a something, one. right? Then there was up. also there was like a there were a bunch of Friedrichs. Uh, there was also I think an an uh, a Friedrich der Weise, so Frederick the Wise, mm-hmm. which would be pretty badass title to have. I would be happy having the the Chad the Bearded as my title. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. You should. Uh, um, I mean, you 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 could easily do that on uh, your social media accounts. Oh, that is true. They will not on Ooh, Facebook. They're uh, they uh, crack down on that. Keep it that's real. Right, that's true. Verify that <laughs> shit. That's true. Keep it hunted. But yeah, so we did some we did some sightseeing. We went to the Zwinger, which is the uh, castle, 
and that's really nice. We took some pictures there, and then we went, uh, did a little shopping. I got a scarf because I did not bring a scarf with me here. Mm-hmm. So I got a scarf. And dude, this was an interesting language thing. I go up to the cash register, right? And the 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 cashier was this really uh, really cute German girl. I would guess probably 23, 24. And she starts using do with me. Were you were you offended? You're informal. Like, uh, excuse me. Respect I, I, uh, your elders. I was. I didn't. I didn't know how to feel about it because I was like, "Do you really?" I was care? like, "That's kind of nice." Well, oh, you thought I, it was I, nice. I, I, At first, I thought you I meant picked you up were on offended. It. I, I, I wasn't. Well, I wasn't offended, but I like. I picked up on it because she said, um, "What did she say?" That wouldn't even register to me. I'm surprised that. Um... Well, it was. I don't know. I I noticed it because she said. What did she say? I, I I put I put the scarf up there, and uh, uh, she said something, and she said like something by dia, like with you, um, or something, and I and I was uh, mm-hmm. what like truly cool. dia, like what like, and then uh, yeah, and it was also awkward though because I I then use she used to do with me. How, how would you say like I, please z me like zitzen me zitzen z me zitzen z me? What if you just said that to her? Uh, oh man, that would. That's essentially that been, what that, that means for our non-German speakers. That's a dick move. That's a dick what, move. What, right what there. that means? So do is the un- informal you, mm-hmm. and z is mm-hmm. the formal you. So if you were to say zitzen, uh, how do you say it again? Zitzen z me. That essentially means please um, address me in the formal uh, you. <laughs> right. How dare you um, assume that uh, we you could speak inf- uh, informally to me? Yeah, that is pretty uh, offensive. I mean, I guess old some babushka babushkas might do that, but uh, right, I'm part omas, right? Yeah, would, would or be, male but... babushkas. I don't know what I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how to say right. grandpas on <laughs> Yeah, me either. But um, it it was yeah, it just caught my attention, and like it was funny when I was leaving the store. I told David that I was like, I was like, dude, she was using the informal, and. How I'm just not used to, to it? it. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't speak that much German, so he he was just kind of like, oh, interesting. But he under but, but but there's formal and informal in Russian as well, isn't there? Oh, I'm sure. I'm there sure is. he understands the concept is. of it, though. Right, right. But it it was kind of nice though, because it's like it's a little bit more personal, you know, like like we're already <laughs> on the do number? level, and I don't even know. I, <laughs> no, I didn't. But but the funny thing is too, like she so she used do with me, and then. I asked her if she had scissors so she could cut the tag off my scarf because it was freezing in, in Dresden, so I wanted to put the scarf on. Mm-hmm. And I used the Z. And and then in hindsight, I was like, I was like, you idiot. Yeah, like, why would you do that? That Yeah. Trying to show respect, Jared. Trying to be a gentleman. But I, 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 I'm always under the impression, is this because it's like a, a work situation? Because I'm always under the impression that if the person's around your age, you're free to use do. I would say that's fair. Like I even when I was in Mayan Germany in 2016, there were a couple waiters that were younger than me, but they would automatically use do with me. But then a couple of them that were close to my age and would use Z. I mean, I can so imagine. I, I it, mean, I don't think there's anything. I don't think it's obviously there's nothing wrong with using Z because that's the the formal. But I, but um, I don't think I'd, I'd be taken aback unless you know, I, maybe I think I need to get a little bit older before that. Uh, before I, that strikes me as odd. But you're also a teacher, though. So maybe right. also you're more used to dealing with these formal situations with people that are younger than you, but not that much younger than you. Right. That's true. And I guess I just I just wasn't ready for it. <laughs> you know, I just... Because, <laughs> well, I don't I know. Really, it just I'm t- shocked at how, uh, how much... Like, this is the main... 
part of your story about your trip to uh, Dresden. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, let me change gears then because it wasn't the main part. But the but the nice thing was I did get we're doing secret Santa gifts at my school on Tuesday with my colleagues. Okay. So I got some I can say it because they will have opened the present by then. And no one So I got a really good so. that's that's also true. <laughs> Not at my school at least. None of my teachers. But um or none of my colleagues. But I got them a really good bottle of uh Glühwein here um from from the uh Dresden Schritzenmarkt. And then dude we had some, of course, I had currywurst. You, you, you already knew mm-hmm. I was going to get currywurst. It. But we, we, we double, we double sausaged it up, my dude, because we, <laughs> uh, we were walking around the Christmas market, and it was cold, and we were kind of hungry. And there's a special type of bratwurst in Saxony called Thuringer Wurst, and it's really good. It's kind of like a Weisswurst, but a little different. Okay. And so uh, because it was David's first time in Germany... I said, you got to try this. It's really good quality. And so we had that. And, of course, we had a couple more glasses of Glühwein, which is Mm -hmm, always tasty. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But, dude, it was just crazy. All the cool ornaments and handmade ornaments at the Christmas market. But by the time 3 o'clock rolled around, we left at 4. At 3 o'clock, we were still walking around the Christmas market. It was packed. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's peak time right there. I can imagine. Yep. And people love that stuff. I can imagine that that's um, a huge tourist attraction in, in Dresden. Oh, for sure. Because you said it's uh, old as hell, didn't you? I believe in right. those yeah, exact yeah. words. And exact words. <laughs> and what's funny, though, is I heard more Czech at this Christmas market than I did German. I was going to ask that. Uh, how mm-hmm. One, how was it um, to flex your um, your German? Oh, felt great. Like when we got there, we went to the ATM to get out some money, right? And this old woman came up to me and she said, um, in German, she asked me if if my like phone network was working. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And she's like, I can't get mine to work. So I, I <laughs> gave her a couple tips. It was you just random. Tips? but Yeah, I told her, well, I told her first, you Try need to turn your, your phone, phone off. High. and <laughs> Right. Well, no, I told her, turn your phone on and off again. She said it wasn't working. And so I said, all right, we'll try to, you know, pop out your SIM card, put it back in. Fuck? But out of here. It was, nice to, it was nice to just speak German, though, dude. I know you must have really wanted to speak German because this sounds awful. I did. I, I, you know me, dude. I'm a big German nerd. I'm always happy when no, I can I speak No, I understand that. German. It's just like, uh, what do you mean how to? I don't know how to get your, like, I don't know. Uh, here, here's here's right. my tip that I'd give you. Drive to um, your Metro PCS or Cricket Mobile store. Cancel your account and go to go to Vodafone or um, whatever your fancy O2. Um, it doesn't surprise me that you'd find a lot of check there because I, I didn't realize how close it was. Right. And also, um, what did you hear any Russian or anything? Anything for David? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Czech and German. Right. That was pretty much it. Right. And some English. Do I check people? Like, is that like a, it's probably hot? It's like a hot spot for Czech people like you guys. Well, I would say that, especially on the weekends, a lot of Czechs seem to go to Germany for shopping. Because I have heard... Isn't it more expensive? Well, I have heard, though, that, that um, in Germany, the stuff that's on sale... I don't know how true this is, but I've heard from a few people here that in Germany, the stuff that's on sale is the stuff that they sell new for full price in the Czech Republic. So, oh, because like, they're you like ahead get, of the trend? I guess, yeah. Huh. All so, right. pretty you crazy really stuff, be on right? The ball. Like, like I, I believe, I believe that, 
But I'm already, I'm already like, I, I like that. But if I were to live in Kumatov or whatever, that sounds like way too much work to keep up with that. <laughs> and also, right. I don't buy clothes that often. Like, I don't buy clothes seasonally. I honestly need to buy clothes more often. I'm starting to look like a homeless person. <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, sounds like you had a good time in uh, Dresden. Christmas market, yeah, that was, was the main time. the main attraction. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. And there were a bunch of Christmas markets. I mean, within within like a not even a mile radius, there were like four or five we walked by. Oh, not like that were separate from that um, really old right. one you're talking there about. There was the Markt. There was one near the uh, Frauenkirche. Um, there was another one in a different spot. They, they were all over. And yeah, they aren't all the Did same. Did you take public transport market. around, or you just walked around? No, we just walked around. Yeah, we just walked around. That's nice. I, I'm still blown away by the uh, just the generosity to be like, "Hey, we're gonna go." If you like, if you want to go and bring your friend and just want to ride to go there, and we right. do your own thing, and we'll meet up back here at whatever time. Did you guys right. like eat? Uh, you know, you didn't eat together because you said you had the sausage and stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Absolutely. That sounds like absolutely. Fun. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was a great time. It was definitely a great time. And that brings us to our shout-outs. And obviously, I want to give a shout-out to <clears throat> a shout-out to my colleague from school. Um, I'm not sure if she wants her name on the podcast, so I'll just <laughs> say my colleague at school. Um, and her husband for being so generous and giving us a ride to Dresden. It was a great time. Um, so thank you very much. Mm-hmm. My next shout-out goes to... Um, Goes to a man. I'm trying to find his name here. One second. There was a guy um, who donated $10,000 to the Connect Club of St. Albert's. Um, I'm trying to find the name. Sorry. Um, Let's see here. Maybe they don't. Oh, wait. Maybe they don't know it. So they don't know it because it was an anonymous anonymous donation. But shout out to you. Um, for donating $10,000 um, because um, this this guy or this man or woman um, has now provided all sorts of Christmas goods for over 2,500 people. Wow. In St. Albert. Is so that shout a, ch- that's a church that does like a uh, some sort of Christmas drive situation? Right. That's cool. I, I like uh, the uh, right here. Found it. Found it. I was just about to say. The I man like behind the, the donation but, uh. <laughs> is Brian Sear of St. Albert. All right, Brian. He was reading the local paper when he saw the Connect Club was short of donations. So, Mr. Sear, we thank you very much. Um, kind of skeleton. The people your, of St. Albert, Brian, that made you want to uh, do this so uh, quickly. I'm hoping he was just being a good Samaritan, Jared. <laughs> I, yeah, see, I always got to do that. You always got to shit on my shit on my uh, <laughs> shout outs. It's all good. Uh, do you have no, any shout outs, Jared? That is great. Even if, it, even if it is because of skeletons, I mean, I guess it's good that people are getting mon- <laughs> money anyway. I doubt it is, though. I don't know why I had to say that. Mine, <laughs> see, now mine is. Um, do you have any other shout outs? Nope. Okay. Mine is, I, I guess I'd ask if you think this should be a, uh, a certified shout out. Or what? I want to. Did you hear about Hopcat? No. Oh, you didn't. Are you? You're familiar with Hopcat, I assume. I love Hopcat. Hopcat is a um, popular restaurant um, in the uh, Michigan area. There's a couple of them in the Michigan area. Is, are they other? I don't mm-hmm. know if they're in other places, but I know they're. In a, I think so. I think it's a chain. There's one in Ann Arbor. Now. There's one in Grand Rapids. There's one in Detroit. But I, East Lansing. Don't forget East Lansing. Yes, that's that's actually the first one I went to. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they have a lot. They have a bunch of beers and stuff, and they have like you know bar food. But you know they have kind of a same crack fries though. Them well, crack um, fries. That is exactly where um, I was going with that. Hopcat okay. is getting rid of crack fi- fries. Now hold on. What? They're getting rid of the name crack fries. They're not getting rid of crack fries. I, can I read? I'll read you the statement. Okay, let's hear it. It's by Mark Gray, who's a Barfly Venture CEO. So I assume Barfly is some giant soulless company that owns a bunch of different restaurants and stuff. Um, and on Monday, December 10th, uh, he put out this statement on their website, and it says, We are announcing plans to change the name of our crack fries recipe. Rest assured, the recipe and ingredients are not changing, only the name. Our, visit, our, our vision for creating an inclusive company that supports our community... Uh, our vision for, communi- for creating... An inclusive company that supports our communities, shows love for our team, and best serves our guests is not compatible with the continued use of the Crack Fries name. We chose a name more than 11 years ago as a reference to the addictive quality of the fries and their cracked pepper seasoning. Without consideration for those the drug negatively affected, we were wrong. The Crack Academic and lasting impact on those is uh, it affects is not funny and never was. As we grow as a company, we have uh, come to realize that to make light uh, of this drug and uh, of addiction contradicts our values of inclusion and community. We want to thank our guest employees and community members, blah, 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 blah. And so there, there's more just saying, you know, we're not going to use it and, and, and thank you. And in January, they're going to um, – they're doing, they're, they're doing like a reprint right now. And in January, they're going to put out uh, mm-hmm. new menus that are, will have the new name. What's the name going to be? They haven't said it yet. You'll they'll they'll probably release huh. it later uh and make the marketing thing okay. out of that. Not to not to degrade what they're saying, but I'm sure they're going to make some sort of release unrelated to uh right. to this. Probably. But yeah, those fries are amazing. For our listeners out there who have <laughs> not had the opportunity of trying these fries, they're like these they're fries with cracked pepper on them. And and they're like just the right amount of crispiness and salt and there's a lot of seasoning yep. in there and they're they're very to me I think some of them it, you know it depends on who's seasoning in that day mm-hmm. and where you're at but um, some of them sometimes a little heavy handed on the seasoning I think but That's true. Uh, they are delicious and, That's I, and true. I I mean I'm a uh, fries are, are are one of my biggest weaknesses so <laughs> I eat are, them. aren't they aren't they everybody I'm not I'm not uh, so what do you think though how do you feel about that decision. It's good. You you know you know I'm a fan of all things in this manner. So I I approve of it. I right. think it's I think it's good. I think it's great that you know, I mean a lot of a lot of people will shit on political correctness and like using specific words, but at the end of the day I do think language does matter, you know? And and the words that you decide to use whether or not you are offended by them or think they're funny or think they should or should not be used or said, that's a whole different conversation for another time. Right. But I think the fact that they are being aware and conscious of this, I think is great. You know, right. and unfortunately, I'm sure there have been a lot of people and a lot of families who have been negatively affected by the crack epidemic. So, of course. So I'd give those guys a ham horn. All right. I think that's solid. There was um there's a comedian and he um he he thinks that people people saying like oh it's just uh, you know political correctness go, go, going uh, crazy he always finds that ridiculous and he says that what political correctness quote unquote is 
is really just people or someone or or whatever wanting to try to be like more uh, like try to be nice and aware of of other people. It's like it's like it's so funny that that you would like and so me it's, I, I'm with so I, my my thing is like who knows. You know, you know, people can argue whether or not that matters. That it's called crack fries, or what difference is it going to make, and all that stuff. I don't think that matters. I think all, all that matters is that someone cares enough to want to not use it. And it's like, it's like, one, it's a company that can do whatever they want, and two, if, right. if 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 that actually bothers people at that company that much, then I think that that's great because you know, and 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 for. People that would complain, it's like, what are you complaining about? They're not changing the actual fries. Like the fries are going to be the same. It's like I was about to say, I was about to put them fist the, those dukes up, man. If they were changing that recipe, no, 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 of those fries. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not idiots. They're like, yeah, we know people love the fries, but we can call these things anything. We made up the name, Hopcat fries. Right. That might even be better marketing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cat fries or something. Who knows? <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So you know. Um, yeah, I I I'd give it a I I'd give it a ham horn too because I I think um, what harm does it do if people want to change it? Exactly. It can exactly. only it can only do good. Right. But and you know what else can only do good, Jared? I do. <laughs> I was so funny. I thought you, I, once again I thought this was a rhetorical question. What I was gonna say uh, was yeah no uh, is it good tasty chili beer? Another thing that Hopcat does, uh, along with their cop, uh, with their crack fries, is they have a giant selection of beers always, and it's always the taps are always rotating as well, which is really nice. And so, um, what I like to do for my uh, beer of the pod reviews here, I'll even point it down for you, is I like to find local stuff. Right. And so, um, oh, hold on. oh wow, that that for sure has like a like a sticker. Hops to come, the shape of hops to come. I found this. I found this in my local grocery store, and okay. it's by a um, brewery called Nishamini Creek Brewing. Speaking of funny words, I think Nishamini is probably That's better a than uh, Buff That's a pretty or good Buff one for or whatever sure. it was. Right, <laughs> definitely. Um, and it's um, in Croydon, Pennsylvania, which is like right down the street from me. It's only thirty minutes away, and. Um, they're a brewery that they this this is the a Imperial IPA. Um and it is eight point five percent, which is hefty. Watch out. It has five hops in it Apollo, Newport, Simcoe, Topaz, Citra. Some of these we've heard before, like Simcoe I've heard before. Okay. It has a very cool logo on it. Um it's 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 almost looks like kind of steel towny. It shows here it shows yeah, you're like right. the like you're the actual right. um um, the vats. Yes, thank you. On the other side, there are some hops growing, uh, and it's kind of black oh, and nice. whitey. I'd say more black and brown, actually. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, I was knew, knew there's something written on here. I want to read what they have written on the side of this can. We brew with the same punk mentality that has been pushing bands for the past 40 years. The shape of hops to come is a nod not only to one of our favorite bands, but also an oath of always trying to push the limit. Sorry, it's tiny. Always trying to push the limit of beer and our ability to make it with uh, this IPA. Uh, to make it. Sorry, once again, font is tiny. With this IPA, we not only wanted to make sure, uh, make something bitter, happy, and mouth crushing, but wanted to try to incorporate some new hop varieties along. Uh, 
along with some well-known favorites, to craft a hop bomb of a beer that you won't want to put down even if you don't have any taste buds left. <laughs> they're, not, they're not messing around. I'm not done, by the way. I, this is tiny. This is painful. Um, hop continuously from the kettle to the fermenter. We cut, we cut Simcoe. Oh, wait, excuse me. We, we cut loose with Apollo, Newport, Simcoe, Topaz, and Citra from a lethal hop concoction that we hope will be another step in the IPA evolutionary ladder. Goddamn. <laughs> They're not messing around. Hop explosion. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pop it open. Honestly, they give that bad boy a try. I'm a little concerned with how much with with how much they're like. If you don't have any taste buds left, what kind of who, who, who is this is this is supposed it's, to? At least it's not. It's at least it doesn't seem as arrogant as that other beer you had. It seems a different kind of arrogant, but yes, I agree. It's more of a punk arrogance. I By feel. By the way, they they really love hops, though. I pulled. I, I can read you. Some, I pulled something from their website, which is different. It's shorter too. <laughs> can I scream for more hops? You sure can. It almost sounds like Guy Fieri wrote these. Two-row American barely jam-packed with as much Apollo Newport blah, 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 as we could get our hands on. The shape of hops that come as an 8.5% alcohol by a volume American style. Imperial IPA hopped, once again, blah, 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 hopped with the same hops I just read. That got a ton of bitterness along with juicy, dank, resiny, pine-like, and citrus-forward <laughs> Hop character that is worthy of its name. Try hop for two weeks. This hop bomb has as much hop power as we can muster. <laughs> they're they're going at it. They really want you to know that this thing is jam packed to the brim with hops. They're going they're right. going real hard in the paint for that hops right now. I'm pouring it right now. <laughs> <laughs> take, cover. take cover, everyone. Hops explosion. Watch out. Watch out. Hoptastic. <laughs> so it uh, looks does ha- look very nice in color. Yep. Um, my it's 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 interesting because it's both nicely chilled but also on fire with hops. Um, Explosions. Uh, I'm gonna give it a sniff first. It tastes like a hop explosion. I'll tell you that. Okay. Like they're like they they're they're true to the name so far. And what do you think? Um <laughs> Who are you not pleased with this one? It's not that I'm not pleased. I it's just I guess I'm 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 more I guess I I like to talk to the uh brewmasters and be like, "What's the um What's the benefit of just uh, like I, I I don't know? It almost seems like it's just overdone. Okay. Like it is definitely a hop explosion, but it almost seems like they like an unnecessary amount of hop explosions, like, or what? Like it seemed like a bunch of kids in college that got like super blazed, and they're like, "Let's just stuff <laughs> as much as we can in this," and it'll, like the more that's in it, the better it tastes. Like it's like almost like child stoner mentality or something. Okay. Where it's like okay. just stuff as much into it, and it'll just be great. And it's like put this on top of that, <laughs> or put this in that, and it is. It almost seems like un like, like it it it, it almost seems unfocused with just because it's just like there's too much going on 
Would you say uh, it hops up the wazoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely hops the up hops the wazoo. The hops bamboozling your taste buds a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good way to explain it. Is that it is almost like like I I need I don't want to say I need less. But it's not even but complex. You need less. It's not. I'm not even gonna say it's complex. It's just like bombarded with hops, as they said. They mentioned right. ho- in that one little blurb that I got from their website that I just read. They mentioned the five the five hops twice. <laughs> they listed all five of those hops twice. They're not. They're not messing within around. the same four to five sentence blurb. And so right. it's not that I don't. I I dislike it. It's just. One, you can't eat. You, you, this is something you can't really drink with food because uh, it'll just confuse the Your taste, taste of everything. Your taste buds are blown to smithereens right. after that hop explosion. And um, I can understand why people would like it. I'm not saying it's a gross beer. It's just, it's just, it seems a little overdone. Okay, that's fair. But what I had this is a four. Oh, and also it comes in a a pint. Ah, and it comes a in a four pack of pints, and I'll I'll, ha- I'll happily finish them. But it'll probably be like one at a time for the next four to five days. You know what I mean? Right. That's fair. Well, I guess Nothing wrong with that. Three to four days because I'm drinking one right now. But there you go. Nice. That's in the Shamity Creek. The shape of hops to come. And I think, yeah. But I and and what I do love the I I like the labeling, and uh, I I still I'm rooting for you guys. <laughs> Shout out to the Shamity Creek. Nice. Very nice. Well, Jared, I have an idea. Okay. I was hoping for our untranslatable segment, if it is that time, if you happen to have the time by chance. I think it is that time. Ooh, so what were you hoping? That I'm time. glad you brought it up. I'm hoping to give you some Czech Christmas words, since this is the Christmas okay. episode, and I want you to try to guess what some of these words mean. Well, that I, I'm, I love that idea. I have two untranslatables one german one french Ooh, the german right. one's winter based and the other the okay. french one the oh excuse me three and the two french ones which Ooh, i think are even better right. i might even just get rid of the german one the two french ones are pure christmas ones so uh, you, you gotta give me the german one now because okay I'm, i'll I'm, do that one I'm quickly curious. uh schnee von gestern which is german Sn- for snow from yesterday mm-hmm. so it's like something that's not important anymore right yeah old news right that was that was yesterday's snow yeah. So uh, yeah, we got that All one right. out of the way. But the two French ones are great, and they're pure Christmas ones. Give me uh, a Czech one. A Czech word. All right. Uh, first one, Yezhishek. I know what that is. Yezhishek. What is it? And I'm gonna say it also. It almost. I would almost say it's a. Um, what do you call it when a word sounds similar to another language's word? A cognate, my man. A cognate. Thank you. Um. I was just going to say friend, but I was like, no, it's false friend, but it's not friend. Is that a present? Right. No. Ah, oh, damn. I thought it sounded similar to Geshank to me. Uh-uh. Yezhishek. Oh, I was so confident, too. Yezhi. Yezhi. Oh, those are two different words? Merry Christmas? No, no. no. Yezhishek is one word. Oh. It, it it literally means little Jesus or baby Jesus. Oh. Yezhishek. Oh, little baby Jesus. That's oh, the, no, <laughs> <laughs> Because here in the Czech Republic, they don't have Santa. They have Yezhishek who brings their presents. That's funny. This, the, the, one of the most um, secular countries. Secular, that's the right word? No, non-secular. 
you mean. Well, or no, yeah, secular. Secular no, means right. you're right, lacking you're right. religion, I believe. You're right. Yeah, yeah. One of the most right. secular, secular countries doesn't have a Santa. They use baby Jesus. Correct. That's hilarious. Yep. Yep. And yet I went to a church the other day uh, and they had a full Santa booth. With and the, a full, full-fledged red uh, cross as well. <laughs> Still haunts my dreams. <laughs> right. All right. Let me let me give you another one. Um, okay. Um, Coledi. What's that? Coledi. Give me, give me some. These are all Christmas themed. Think all of right. tree, Christmas of, tree. No gift. Coledi. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Um, snow. Carol, like a oh, Christmas Christmas carols, Coledi. Oh, mm-hmm. that actually might be a kind of a cognate, Ledi. Sorry, I'm trying to force. Maybe it. yeah, force with it. with lead. I'm trying to force. Yeah, maybe it. trying to force it. Right. Give Give me your one of your French untranslatables. Um, Noel or balcon, pack uh, or tisson. Paquet? Something about something about Santa on the balcony. Christmas on the balcony. Chris Noel uh. is Santa and Christmas, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, and then so Christmas on the balcony. Pack is Easter around the fire. Oh man, I have no idea. So, um, as we as we mentioned, um, Michigan. You know, we're from Michigan, and Michigan tends to. To almost always have, if not a, a white Christmas, it's going to be cold. Like that's just going to—it's going to be oh, for sure. very, very cold. At least in the teens or twenties or something mm-hmm. at the most. Right. And um, I, I would venture to guess that if people were to have a winter in Michigan where it was say fifty degrees outside, it would be very disconcerting to many people. Mm-hmm. And most so definitely. there's a tradition in France. That links uh, the weather on Christmas Day to the harvest of uh, the harvest and harvest weather for the coming year, and so the expression means that if there's a warm Christmas, it'll, it'll bring a cold spring. Ah, okay. So I think it means like, uh, yeah, I, I I think that's a bad thing. <laughs> right, for sure, for sure, I would agree. And so I think I it's agree. almost I think it's almost kind of a superstition thing where it's kind of bad luck to have a um a warm Christmas is what they're getting at. And so I, I I could imagine that flying in in a lot of those Midwesty uh, states. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. All right. Well, I got another uh, very important one uh, Christmas word for you uh, from Czech, Cukrovi. Santa Claus. Mm-mm. I can tell you, Cukr, sugar, is, sugar, uh-huh, sugar plum uh-huh. fairy. <laughs> no. Sugar. Um, Sukrovi are uh, sugar Christmas cookies. Oh, ooh. And they are really good. I've gotten some from my colleagues. <sighs> they are bomb. I bet. Dude, I, 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 I am a little concerned about whether I'm going to go home for Christmas or not. Because <laughs> I, 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 it will be weird to not. But it also, right. there is a, a slight part of, um, like, selfish part of me where it's like, it will be so nice to not have to drop that... Um, that uh, the couple hundred dollars, you know, even if it's not four hundred dollars for a spirit for a spirit or frontier flight, because then I think I could use that for uh, when I visit Chad in Europe. My Christmas gift. That's true. To my parents, or for my parents to me, will be them uh, not being mad for me not coming home for Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, That's fair. Okay, Christmas cookies. 
can I give you another French one? Absolutely. Uh, le père Foutard. Which means? The whipping father. Is that like, it's got to be like Santa Claus when you do something bad, right? Oh, nice. So, um, I, I don't, I, I think maybe this might be in place of how we get coal for the bad kids. Right. The whipping father is the bad cop to Père uh, Noel, which is Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, good cop. Uh, excuse me, to Père to uh, Noel's good cop. Uh, well, the French equivalent to Father Christmas gives out gifts to the good children. Le Père Foutard has a whip in place of a sack goodies ready to smack any uh, chi- any children who have been badly behaved. So I right. believe parents might threaten like uh, that around Christmas instead of like uh, the coal or whatever. They're like, mm-hmm. Santa's uh, Santa's uh, gangsta homie's gonna come and and uh, and uh, rough you up a little bit if you keep acting up. <laughs> right. Which is funny you mention that because that can't be healthy. I think right. <laughs> it's funny you mention that though because I think Christmas around the world. Um. Most cultures have some way of like, if you're bad, this is going to happen, right? Well, yeah, I mean, and I have learned that in the Czech Republic, they have it's called uh, Mikolaus, and it is like a, it's December fifth, I believe, and they have a devil, uh, Saint Nicholas, and an angel, and so the angel gives them, um, you know, gifts. But the children have to work for it. I learned that in the Czech Republic, children are expected to sing a song or recite a poem in order for them to get their gift. And if the children have been bad, the devil will put them... I, I asked the colleague Jeez, if it was, if it was Krampus, um, but it's not, it's not the same as Krampus. Um, but they, still, the devil comes and the devil will put them in its sack and drag them... You know, in theory, drag them to the depths of hell, but really, just probably around the corner. But uh, one <laughs> of beat them up, rough them up a little bit in the back. Well, of the, well, in the well alley, what's but. crazy? <laughs> what's absolutely crazy is one of my uh, colleagues at school said that they had a neighbor. They had a neighbor that uh, apparently was a very, very naughty boy, and the parents told them. Told the because usually the, the parents know who, who will be playing the angel and the devil and they tell them to come to the house or not, right? Mm-hmm. And so these parents told the devil, um, we want you to put put our child in your devil sack. You betcha. And throw and take him to the nearest dumpster and throw him in the garbage. Jesus Christ. And scared the shit out of the kid. At what point does this turn into child abuse? Uh, I'm not. I'm At not sure. This point, <laughs> but but it turns out that uh, my colleague said that after that happened, the kid was way better behaved every oh, year bet. after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I bet the kid. The kid never trusted his parents again. Please don't do or that again. Just, or he just didn't think. He, or he thought the it was his fault because he was bad. Do you but, agree, yes. do you agree with that form of of punishment? I mean, um, let's pretend they're not listening to this. You, you, you know, you know, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a softy. Yeah, so, you're gonna so make a not, terrible parent. Not really. Your kids probably, are gonna be yeah. like 200 pounds by the time they're eight because he can't say no to let, letting them eat ice cream and go to McDonald's. Well, 
We'll, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll just see. once. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But I, I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, like I, I like the fact that you're honoring a cultural tradition, right? But at the right. same time, like I definitely wouldn't allow them to like put my kid unless unless they were really being an asshole that year, and then maybe I wouldn't. I'd be like, you know what? Right, you we're just not wait till December fifth. Right. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think it's nice to honor the tradition, especially like the fact that I like the Wait, fact that, a that tradition the check... to put the kid into the garbage can. No, no, no. Just oh. put him in the bag <laughs> oh, and carry oh, oh. him. What and kind of bag him. is this? It's like a big sack that you like put the children in. Yeah. But I've also heard okay. they're in the Czech Republic. Maybe they need Jesus in their life. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that in the Czech Republic, they also. Um, not only have the devil, but the parents will give, at least in small villages, they'll give the angel and the devil like a little little shot of something. So by the end of the night, the angel and the devil are fairly toasty. Um, so you gotta gotta be careful. Ooh, <laughs> one more shot. <laughs> uh. So you know what else I learned I had, sorry, this week? I, I had another. I was going somewhere with that, and then I realized I I changed my soundboard the other day, so I didn't have. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like, drop that beat <laughs> and play that, but I didn't have it handy because <laughs> I just oh, changed nice. my soundboard around. Right, gotcha. For the Steborn drop. <laughs> right, nice. <laughs> so I found out. Uh, so last week I was teaching Christmas lessons about you know how we celebrate Christmas in the United States. And I learned quite a bit about Christmas in the Czech Republic. So one thing, just like in Germany and I think a lot of other European countries, they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, or at least what we would consider Christmas Eve in the United States, December 24th. So Czech people will have their dinner. They usually will have schnitzel or carp right. uh, and I, potato I salad. The fish also. Yep, yep. So they'll have schnitzel or carp. Um, Rizek or Kapr for dinner. I know Kapr is capers, I assume. Carp. Oh, oh. Carp. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the Rizek is schnitzel? schnitzel. Oh, okay. It's Czech for schnitzel. I gotcha. And and so I was also really surprised. In most of my classes, I asked my students if they prefer carp or schnitzel. I thought more more of them would choose carp and... My students, just like me, are big schnitzel fans, so I can appreciate that. Also, I don't think carp is that great of a fish. As far as fish goes, I mean, you don't like fish in general. I need to, right. I need to look at carp. But if if it's I, not a good looking fish, oh. I can tell you that. And let me Google carp cooked because it, yeah, it looks stupid as hell. Actually, <laughs> carp doesn't carp doesn't look that bad. I might choose carp only because I can get schnitzel probably way more readily than I can get carp. So it's like, yeah, and I don't mind. Also, to be honest with you, maybe it's because I I spent a good part of my time growing up, and I noticed they serve carp, smaller carp, on, like, the plate with the head. I don't mind a fish with the head. Really? I don't just, think I could do it. You just cut it off, you know, the, and, and kind of push it to the side, and, and um, I like it. Well, let me put it. It's less that I don't mind the head and more that I enjoy a good fish that's, like, been somehow cooked within, like, it's still, like, full, full form. Not like okay. filleted off or something like that, but like I was with just skin about a to ask if you like top. them filleted. I okay. do too. I like gotcha. that too. I don't dislike that. 
Like I'll eat a piece of salmon or something, but um, I, there's something about the presentation of a fish like that. Anyway, most of them okay. for the schnitzel. That that yeah. makes that's yeah. not surprising to me. Right. It's kind of like the so, turkey yeah. for Thanksgiving. It's like yeah, but no one really like. That's not their no one's that's no one's favorite meat. Sorry, this beer's making me burpy. You're good. That's another funny word right there. Burpee? Uh-huh. And burp in general. Yeah. Because it kind of sounds like what it is. Or belch. Belch yeah. is kind of oh, funny, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyway, some other Czech Christmas traditions. Um, so yeah, as I said, they celebrate on the 24th. They have their Christmas meal, schnitzel, carp, and usually some type of potato salad. And then after that, they will open up their presents. That's the same in Germany and Austria as well. They celebrate on yes. the 24th. And uh, I don't know why that is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what What's the uh, Christmas tradition in your home? What's, what, uh, obviously, it's not, not going to be a traditional Christmas this year because you're not in Michigan. But, you know, back, back on when, when you, what, what, what would be a traditional Christmas for you? So Christmas Eve, we would usually celebrate with my sister and my nephews. Um, and we'd have, we'd open up their presents and on have Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. So you're just that, talking that about how that my was sister. Well, well, we but do that for the family they, reason. Yeah, they do that because they have their own family Christmas on right. the 25th. So, and maybe the so other th- grandparents will give other gifts and stuff and nephews right. and nieces. Right, and- exactly. And so, uh, but for my family on Christmas, um, when I was really young, I used to wake up at ungodly hours of the morning. Of course. Because I was super excited to open up my presents, right? Right. And your parents would just pray that you'd sleep in as long as possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which means like And then six. my parents, right. My parents made it a rule that we, I, I had to wait until at least 8 a.m. Okay. 8 a.m. was like the earliest I could get them up. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And so we'd get up. And as I've told my students... Were you like a shaker? Would you like wake up at six regardless and like be there shaking and looking to see your loot? I didn't didn't really ever... I was never a shaker. I was definitely looking at them, trying to size them up and figure out what they were. Right. But I wouldn't ever shake it. Um, I don't know why I just never got into that. That's good. That's good. You're a good kid. Right. (laughs) Um, But I still remember probably one of my favorite Christmases, and I still remember how excited I was was the year I got an electric guitar for Christmas. Yeah, uh, clearly, te- because we, we recently talked about that. Right. Because I was 10 years old, I asked for it, and I remember coming down the stairs early in the morning and seeing a, a large box. So I was like, this has to be it. Like, I was super excited. And that night, I probably, I tossed and turned, and I have no idea if I even slept. Um, I was oh, just yeah. so excited. Yeah, I mean, I just just wanting to, like, play with that stuff, like... Uh, and just not being able to put it down, that's a great feeling. Oh, right? And for I sure. Still, and I, I still feel like I'll never be able to apologize enough to my parents for all the gifts they gave me that got played with like four times and then just sat there for the next six years until we moved somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, too, like all the all the clothing you might get for Christmas and like sometimes like you, you rarely wear it. You know, like my mom... Yeah, I have a couple sweaters and, that... I haven't oh been for sure oh yeah me I have too a red argyle sweater mm-hmm. and i'm like when am i gonna like wear this like it's it's la- like it's like ferrari red like it's like <laughs> nice that's a that's a new podcasting <laughs> sweater right there my man i could i could definitely do that dude why don't i do that there's no 
Like there's like there's I, I, much like I'm wearing this cardigan right now. I might as well put it to use by wearing it around the house. I'm never gonna right. wear it in public. I get there it right now. It's right over there. there. There you go. But yeah, so we would open up gifts in the morning, and then eat breakfast. I would usually chow down on like Christmas chocolates and stuff. Not the healthiest Christmas breakfast, but mm-hmm. you know I would have like different things in my stocking and I would eat those. Um, and then after breakfast, you know, it was game time. You know, it was time to play those video games or play that electric guitar or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and then later that day, we'd usually have some like special ham dinner um, with ham a dinner. bunch of tasty side dishes. And I would usually wear wear something a little bit nicer. You know, I wouldn't wear like a t-shirt and jeans. You're later um, hosen? Uh, yes, later hosen. Um, what else? L- lumberjack outfit. You know, you name it. <laughs> uh, okay. What about you? What What was your typical Christmas like in the in the Jared family household? Uh, well, when I was younger, a lot of them were spent at home, and it was similar to yours. But really, a lot of them were spent in Louisiana. Those were kind of rough because um, one, no snow. Yeah, I spent. A, I had a lot of non-white Christmases. Uh, that sounded way more racist than I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> no whites allowed at, at my Christmas. Uh, no. <laughs> I see how it is, Jared. I had a lot of like a snow, like a Christmases that were anywhere from thirty-five degrees and rainy to in the seventies or eighties. But um, so the Christmas would often be. Recently, it's changed to where Christmas is at my parents' house, which is nice because that's where I'm usually at. But Christmas, for the longest time, this is, you know, within the past two or three years, this has changed. And for the longest time, Christmas was always at my grandma's house. And it was kind of like the family reunion for us. And so okay. everyone would show up and, you know, it, it would kind of be a rotating door. See, who would choose showing up this Christmas? That kind of thing. And right. it would be rough, though, because me as a child, we didn't open Christmas presents until we got to my grandma's house and before we ate dinner. And so this was at like four or five o'clock I had to wait. Oh, that's a long uh, time. All, and this was after having already spent some Christmases at home in Michigan where, you know, it's like sit like you where it's like, all right, at least let us have some sort of uh, semblance of, of rest. However, like it's still, a, you know, eat breakfast right. morning kind of thing. And it's and I had a cousin actually for the longest time that would never like they never came for, to Louisiana. Uh, they, they, lived mm-hmm. in te- they live in Texas. And because okay. um, the kid didn't wanted to get his good presents on uh, on Christmas Day, I was like, "Oh, that's spoiled little brat!" Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now that kid just joined a fraternity the other day, which is like, "Oh, they these they grow up so fast." Anyway, um, <laughs> um, that's rough. You gotta wait that long. Yes, uh, but I grew to appreciate it more the older I got, because um, now. The um, now uh, Christmas is not really about the gifts for me. I like the gifts because my parents always give me clothes is really the main thing. And, and honestly, that's where I do most. That's where most of my new clothes come from is my parents okay. buy me clothes nice. once a year. Um, and so that's nice. And then but what I like the most is after we do like a game night situation with family. Mm-hmm. It's either after or we do it on the 20 or like the 26th or 27th. Um, but it's still like kind of a Christmas tradition, I call it, because it's all, it, it kind of happens every Christmas when everyone's home and around. And so we play games like uh, Sequence. Have you heard of Sequence? Uh-uh. What's that? Sequence is where you have uh, a board, and on the board it, it shows the cards, like uh, normal cards, like deck 52 
deck cards. It shows like them arranged and on a board. And you mm-hmm. are trying, and you're, it's a team game, and you're trying to get, or you can do singles, I think, but you're trying to get a sequence of, um, of like five in a row of the cards. So you have the cards in your hand, and you play it, and you try to get in sequence. People block your sequence and try to make a oh, five in a row. That, w- that would be fun. It'd be and a good time. It is a fun game, and uh, my my family, like most families, is very competitive when it comes to games. Um, I feel like that could get real heated real fast. Dude, am I right? There are some games that I, I kind of have to swear off. Like, for example, Spades. Are you familiar uh-huh. with Spades? Uh-uh. Spades is very similar to Euchre. I'm sure you know what Euchre is. Yeah, I know Euchre. Spades yeah, is, yeah. is mostly a game that is at least stereotypically played by black people. But it's very similar to Euchre in the sense that, like, there's... it's The concept is the same, where there's, like, the... Um, there's like the trump card that's the high, highest card and then you kind okay. of there's like a four people play it and you and it's like t- uh, two teams and it's like you put down a card and you're trying to get like the highest books is what they call them and there's certain okay. high cards and there's a ranking of cards and you try it's teamwork cuz you can't communicate with your teammate but you have to strategize to like play cards at specific times and guess how many books you'll be able to get based off of what you're dealt right. that round so that game okay. that gets competitive, and that game I I still play it, and whenever I do, I'm always like, this is why I tell myself not to play it because <laughs> it go people go to bed uh, angry, people there's yell like it's there's it's always going to be heated because it's a very it's a game that just invites that, and we also play taboo. Right. You're familiar with taboo? Oh, I love taboo. That's also a staple. That's usually usually we work that one more in for the kids. Because that okay. one, it's it's still it still gets people heated. Because you're essentially, you, what what it is is they tell you 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 pick a card, and there's two teams or three teams or whatever, and uh, on the card it, it, you you're you're trying to explain a word, and on that card below the words you're trying to explain are a list of words you can't use that are kind of common words that you'd use to explain mm-hmm. it, and right. you can't use those words. And um, that game also gets us heated, but not like spades or spades. And sometimes even sequence usually involves, mm-hmm. like, swear words that should not be said around some of the family members that are there, like my grandma and children. <laughs> and also, <laughs> right. because we're in Louisiana, right. a staple of it is usually me and my uh, my uh, godfather, my cousin's husband, go and buy, like, uh, a bunch of daiquiris for, the, for everyone, and daiquiris are involved. So it doesn't help. It's usually exacerated oh, nice. by alcohol, so that doesn't help also. Right. But I, th- now, like, as I've grown older and gifts are less, like, I, I, like I'm less compelled to um, wake up at 7 or 6 <laughs> in the morning for gifts, uh, right. that is what I really look forward to is the game night uh, with, my, with my family and stuff. Uh, and and that's, that's the most fun to me. Oh, for sure. We we played we played some some you know different card games. Um, I'm trying to think like Skippo. Um, Never heard of that one. May, maybe that's a oh, white people game. We also do dominoes. Game. We also do dominoes. Oh, nice. Okay. But dominoes is kind of like an older person. I, I like dominoes, but it usually tends to be older people playing dominoes. Right. So we would play Skippo. We would play. Um, what other card games? Uh, Uno, Uno, Uno can get real heated. Yeah, that, that I mean that. Yeah, uh, 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 properly timed, um, like uh, draw four can really ruin a uh, a night for for a, oh, for, for a sure. family <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and we we also played this other card game called um, Old Maid. Have you ever heard of this? before? I've heard of it, but I don't know um, how it works. But so I, I've Old definitely Maid, heard of it before. Old Maid, you get a bunch of cards with different like characters, right? Different different people, 
Uh, uh, you're good. And then I one person the in the deck, there's one old maid card. And you, in that old maid card... You guys card, decide if, what that is beforehand? It's like that's, No, no, no. Like there, There's characters on the cards, and old maid is one of the characters. Oh, it's. I thought you used a normal... Um, no, Normal it's a deck. it's a special deck of cards. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, and the goal is to not end up with the old maid when you go with pairs, right? So you'll have like I don't know, Johnny the Joker or some name like that. And then when you get two of them, you you put your pairs down, and the person who uh, ends up with the last card in their hand as the old maid loses. Does, does that game have a card called Granny uh, Water or Granny? I think they're different in like the different decks you okay. can buy. Because I have like a specific Michigan <laughs> old maid. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I just heard I just heard a story about someone playing that game and um they they were uh they were got it got really heated and he, he was with a uh, like the, a dude was with his in-laws and he mm-hmm. he recited it how it's recite how, and he he just it's a long story it's not worth it but um it's not the same game anyway so don't worry about it but he just ended up saying enough. granny fucking water around a bunch of his <laughs> uh around a bunch of his uh uh in-laws and stuff when he won the game and he was like ooh i did not mean to do that it's got it just got heated uh but yeah i like that heated though like i like i mean i'm a competitive person so even though like sometimes you regret saying things to your family members or it's like i don't want to be teamed up with my cousin adrian she never pays attention she sucks and it's like <laughs> right, and then right. i like turn to adrian and i'm like no offense <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. like you're right i don't really pay attention <laughs> uh that's funny i mean the the nice thing is too like you said i i i really think being with family is just such a great you know great aspect of right. christmas and as and and that's i think i've mentioned this i mentioned this on a previous episode but as i get older it's like you really start to appreciate, or at least I really start to appreciate my family more. And I think, um, yeah, as I'm telling you, I'm not going home for Christmas this year. But um, right. <laughs> I, I feel like as just as you get older, uh, you, and you start. Yeah, I did say this before, and you start to lose some. You start to appreciate them more. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, there'll still be some more left next year if I don't go. So, so um, if you so if you don't go this year, what what is your what is Jared's 2018 Christmas going to look like? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be depressing, that's for sure. But I'm definitely, <laughs> I'll definitely splurge and cook something super fancy. That's for sure. Buy, oh, nice. buy, buy maybe drink a bottle of wine or maybe some Spätzle. Maybe, maybe some Weihnachtsspätzle. Uh, maybe I could do that, dude. Uh, when Chris, I tell I'm, my parents I'm not going home, I'm gonna be like, Chad gave me a great idea, and it really convinced oh God, me not to go home. Don't blame me. Don't don't drag me into this. They're gonna <laughs> think that I'm the reason why you're not going home. Uh, I'm gonna be like, who's this Chad guy? And, to be honest, and... it's more Don that that convinced me that I'd, I'm a, it's okay for me not to go home. Um, oh, fair enough. All right. So here's some. There are some traditions I remember that are not uh, American. Okay. And then I can also I also have a list of some that are traditions from around the world. I remember, and this I, this one I remember from a babysitter I had. Um, mm-hmm. She was German. Can you, can you? Oh, I was gonna say you should. You Sorry. should tell me the tradition and have me guess. Well, she was well, we German. Can do that after the tradition this one. was. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be the shoes, right? Yes. Do you do you know? Do you have, can you explain that one? So, and this is this for Christmas or is this for Saint Nicholas Day? Oh yeah, maybe it's not. I for think Christmas. it's Saint Nicholas it Day. Starts, isn't it? it starts on in like at like the beginning of December. Yeah, it's this. I think in Germany it's December sixth. I, th- I think 7th. it is Saint Nicholas Day because it is Saint. That's what they call the whole process of Saint Nicholas or whatever. Right. Exactly. 
And so they they put their they put their shoes outside of their bedroom by a door. And that's what I remember yeah, my babysitter yeah, yeah. telling me because we mm-hmm. used to put them by our front door. Okay, nice. I just remember my babysitter saying that it had to be just by uh, some sort of entrance or door or something. Okay. And then they would put what, like candy and other small gifts in your shoes. Yeah, yeah. It's almost right? like what what stuck, st- stocking stuffers were in the 1920s. You know, where it's like right. now stocking stuffers are like Red Dead Redemption too, but like uh, <laughs> right. That's but yeah, they true. like little, little like knickknacks and and cheap gifts and candy and stuff like that. They'll put in your shoes mm-hmm. every day, and they do it for in- until what day? I I don't remember the exact. I can. Tell I thought you, it I was only. I thought it was only one day. I no, didn't realize no, it was multiple days. I, I can tell you. Uh, not to be confused with Weihnachts, ma, uh, man, the Father Christmas, Nikolaus travels mm-hmm. by donkey in the middle of the night on December 6th. Oh, maybe it is. And leaves little treats like coins, chocolate, and oranges. Oh, God. And toys in the shoe. I mean, I like oranges. I actually like oranges a lot. It's just I don't want that on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And toys in the shoes of good children all over Germany, and particularly in the Bavarian region. So maybe that's where it originated from but it spread to uh various other regions in germany mm-hmm. uh saint nicholas uh um also visits children in schools or at home in exchange for sweets or small present each child must recite a poem oh like you were saying oh like the czech republic uh, sing a okay. song or draw a picture in short he's uh in short he's a great guy but isn't always fun in games saint nick often brings along uh knecht luprecht Farmhand uh, Rupert. Oh, you know who that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Is that like the elf on the shelf? No, no. Knecht Ruprecht is the one that uh, um, is the the guy that will uh, whip you. Oh, oh, I just mentioned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but I mentioned the French one. That's what it was. Right. Uh, a devil. Oh, a devil-like character dressed in dark clothes, covered with bells and. Uh, yeah, and that he—they just explained what you just said. It's so funny that there's that they uh, explain this character to children that will beat you if you're not a good kid. You either get right. gifts or will beat you. Those are the two options. It's like how about <laughs> right. how about you guys just feel indifferent about me and and don't do any and don't give me gifts or beat me. And that's what leads to anxiety <laughs> and kids str- and kids struggling to make friends. <laughs> um, that's I also, right, Doctor Jared. Speaking of anxiety and struggling to make friends, uh, Krampus, which I'll let you explain in a second because I'm sure you know better than I do. But uh, no, actually explain it first and then I'll tell you what I'm... Explain it first. Okay. So Krampus is this terrifying devil, goat, weird looking creature that uh, I believe is originating in Austria, right? It kind of looks... Yeah, I believe... Yes. Yes, it is. I kind of think it looks like um, the devil from Tenacious D. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's 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 a good observation. You're not wrong. Imagine De- Devil from Tenacious D when you think Krampus, just hairier maybe. And and they have what they call the Krampuslauf in Austria, and they also have it in some places in the Czech Republic as well. Yeah, and I believe maybe some places in Germany too. Right. And what this is is people people in the town have these elaborate Krampus. Yeah costumes i mean super elaborate and uh they go to take pictures um or like like people in the town go to take pictures of krampus and uh, it's really crazy i mean they're, they're terrifying looking um i'm sure if i i'll just even check right now on youtube i guarantee you i'll just type in krampus lauf and i'm sure i'll find something absolutely terrifying 
the and first, disturbing. The first time I learned about Klumpus was when I studied abroad in Austria, and I was sitting in German class. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. And uh, Toby, who, if uh, revert back to episode one, was the original song of the pod of uh, Toby from Waldorf and Stella. He was uh, worked for our study abroad program. He and some other guy, I don't remember who the other person was, bust into our classroom. Uh, scared the shit out of me. Scared the shit out of me, too. It was an elaborate Krampus costume, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? And it was terrifying. And he asked, um, how, he, he came and he said, hello, Kinder, uh, bist du grav? And I didn't even know what Bistu Klav meant. Like I, you like mean, I've you never mean even brav. Brav. See, I, I, I didn't even know what it meant. I never it even means heard. Have it. you been behaving? Have right, you been... but I never heard. Yes, it does mean have you been behaving. I'd never heard it said like that before, and um, I'd never heard of Krampus before. But yeah, it was terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm looking at a picture right now on my computer, and it's uh, also kind of terrifying. It's just like this devil thingy, and it's so funny how they. I like. I, I, I guess I never really fully. Realize that so many of these people go cri- ham, right? And so many of these Christmas holidays are surrounded around terrifying children into being good, right? Where it's like, first of all, when are we going to admit that this is a pagan holiday that the that the that the Christians uh, adopted? And then when are we also going to admit that? This seems like it's kind of anti-Christian to just like terrify and scare and beat children. I mean, actually, I take that right. back. No, I think about it. That sounds very Christian. <laughs> 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 that sounds uh, like um, exactly what happened. So I take it back. Uh, and you know what? Yeah, I'm watching. My, I'm watching a video right piss. now. There, I mean, like I said, if you just go on YouTube and type in Krampuslauf. You will not be disappointed, but do not watch this before bedtime or if you are easily scared. Warning, <laughs> warning. That's I'm right. sure if you find one, well, if you find one in Austria, it'll probably be because he jumps out at you. I don't think you'll be able to grab a picture right. of it. Right. Um, well, let's go through some other countries. Absolutely. In the Philippines, which um, has a heavy Spanish influence, um... They have a giant lantern festival. It's held uh, each year uh, on the Saturday before Christmas in the city of San Fernando, and which San Fernando is the Christmas capital of the Philippines. The festival oh, attracts nice. spectators okay. from all over the country and across the globe. Eleven barangays, uh, villages, take part in the festival, and a competition is fierce as everyone pitches... Uh, in trying to build the most elaborate lantern. And these lanterns are elaborate indeed they're about the size of say a small uh ferris wheel very small oh, wow. ferris wheel but they're, that's, that's crazy imagine imagine uh, imagine a ferris wheel a, a small ferris wheel but light but just with lights people aren't riding on it but just that circular right. kind of situation that's um, gotta be a sight sweden to see. since 1966 a 13 meter a uh, tall Yule goat, Yule, <laughs> has been built <laughs> in the center of Gavel's uh, Castle Square for the advent. But this Swedish Christmas tradition has unwittingly led to another tradition of sorts, people trying to burn it down. <laughs> oh, God. Since 1960, because it does kind of look like one of those, um, uh, what's the- a Trojan uh, horse? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. What was that? What's that? Is that oh, Greek mythology? Greek. Yeah, yeah, Greek. The yeah, the um, what's the that Trojan called? Trojan horse. horse. Thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. 
Um, the goat has been successfully burned down 29 times since 1966. Oh, Why uh, would you even keep doing it if people are just going to burn? Like, well, that's what's the, the fun, point? And, and that's the thing. And as soon as it's a thing, that's the problem with society, especially today. Once it's a thing, people want to be part of that thing. When right. do you think the oh, last time sure. it got burned down? Probably last year. Close, 2016. Okay. Um, another one? I wonder if they have a sign in Sweden like... This many years since the, what is it, the Yule, the <laughs> what, Yule, Yule, what is it? Goat, was it? Yule Let me goat? Uh, yeah, it's a goat. Yule goat. <laughs> since the Yule goat's Yule been burned down. Yule goat. <laughs> um, this, I would almost argue, is the perfect Christmas tradition. Japan, which is, they don't, they're not really big on Christmas. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a thing, but they're not, like, they're not doing Christmas like we're doing in the United States or like they're doing in Germany. Like, they're not, right. it's not that big of a deal to them. So Christmas right. has uh, never been the big of a deal, aside from a few uh, small secular traditions such as gift giving and light display. So just the, just a, you know, not really Christmas. It's just like, oh, well, let's use it as an example or as an excuse to appreciate one another with gifts right. and lights and shit, which is really what Christmas is in America and Europe as well today anyway. True, true. Uh, Christmas remains a large novelty uh, in the country. However, a new, a new quirky tradition has emerged in recent <laughs> years. Uh, that's actually what it says in the article, by the way. A oh, nice. Christmas Day feast of the Colonel's very own Kentucky Fried Chicken. Nice. The festive menu will soon be advertised on the KFC Japan website. And, and even if you don't understand Japanese, the pictures sure will look delicious with the everything from a Christmas tree-themed standard bucket to a premium uh, roast bird feast. So they just so it's just used as a. Uh, chance to uh, market i'm actually looking at it right now on their website nice remember we had a, we- uh, a christmas uh, it's so cool looking at uh, uh, kfc's japanese website it is hilarious i mean oh, it's not hilarious that. i've just never you know i've obviously never gone to the japanese kfc website before right that's funny it's fun good to know a very fun website so if you feel like getting festive japanese style this year get you sa- get yourself some kfc kfc.co.jp and you can check out their Japanese. We do have some listeners in Japan. Uh, right. Check out your... Uh, Shout out to you guys. Enjoy your KFC for Christmas. In the 13 days leading up to Christmas, 13 tricky troll-like characters come out to play. The Yule Lads. Uh, Yolas... This is in what? Iceland or Norway? Yeah, they Iceland. Uh-huh. Or Jolasvenar. In Icelandic, visit the children across the country over the 13 nights leading up uh, to Christmas. For each night Yule, uh, of Yuletide, Yuletide, Yule is such a refer- recurring word, and I don't Yule. really... Yule! Yule! Uh, Christmas <laughs> place their best shoes... Oh, it's the shoe one. Okay, the shoe one. It's essentially the Icelandic version of uh, the shoe one. Norway, this one I find interesting. Damn it, I meant to have you guess, and I just fucked it up. It's, it's all good. I'm, it's still good. Keep going. Perhaps one of the most unorthodox Christmas Eve traditions can be found in Norway, where people hide their brooms. It's a tradition that dates back... It's also interesting. I'm going to uh, interject with some uh, quirky thoughts of my own. It's an interesting okay. thought that I have that how, how like all this superstition and uh, sort of devil-like pagan um, mm-hmm. myth is wrapped around this holiday. I, n- I, I never right. really realized Yeah, that. I agree with you. 
uh, in in Norway, uh, it's a tradition that dates back centuries when people believe that witches and evil spirits came out on Christmas Eve, looking for Gotta brooms. Keep them brooms away. Looking for brooms to ride on. Right. To this day, many people still hide their brooms in the safest place in the house to stop from uh, stop them from being stolen. Then I thought to I thought, what if that was a tradition in America and people like had brooms locked up in uh, their gun their gun uh, <laughs> right their gun safes? And I was like, people are more careful with their brooms than they are with their guns. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one. There's a national a memor- menorah in uh, Washington D.C. I wonder if they're still going to do that in 2018. Sad. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, in Venezuela, uh, they love Christmas, but that but think it could be improved by a spot of rollerblading? Question mark. If the answer is yes, vi- oh, I'm 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 ad libbing yet. Also reading what they're saying. They're saying, "Do you love Christmas?" Mm-hmm. But think it could be improved by rollerblading. I assume it's because they don't get snow in Venezuela. They uh, probably not. They have a lot of rollerblading. Um, every year Christmas Eve, the city residents head to church in the early morning. So far, so normal. But for all right, I hate people's. I hate what people think is quirky writing because it never is. Right. Uh, the city uh, is known only to them. Uh, they do so on roller skates. So they go to church on roller skates. The unique tradition is so popular that roads across the city are closed to cars so that people can skate to church in safety before heading home for the less-than-traditional uh, Christmas dinners of tamales, a wrap made of the cornmeal dough and stuffed with uh, meat uh, and then steamed. So that's their quirky Christmas tradition of ro- rollerblading to, uh, how do you say church in Spanish? Oh, I don't know. Good question. Rolling to church, uh, rollerblading to church. That might get me to go to church. It's 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 uh, Costel in Czech, but I don't know what Costel. it is in Spanish. That's hey, you know what? Whatever whatever gets you in the Christmas spirit, even if that means rollerblading to church, why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so funny too how I I do find these um these little Christmas traditions that people have to be interesting. But I, if I lived in any of these cities uh, for longer than a month to two weeks, mm-hmm. I would never go to probably most of these things. Like if they were like, right. "Oh, come to the center city and come watch uh, blah blah," or come watch whatever it is, and I'd be like, "That sounds like a whole bunch of mama hoo hoo to me." <laughs> right, that's fair. That's fair. Well, Jared, you know a really important part of Christmas, of course, is koledi. Or Christmas carols. It is. Right? Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you this. I'm glad that today is Christmas Eve because I'm honestly sick of Christmas songs. <laughs> well, this is a, a new one for you, I'm hoping. It, it is, is. a Czech <laughs> Christmas carol called Vesely Vanocny Hody, which I'm trying to remember what Hody means. Um, Vesely Vanoce is obviously Merry Christmas. Um, Hodi. Let's see what Google Translate will give me. Um, I love your preparation, I just, Chad. I think it's just um, um, uh, celebration. Oh, like a okay. Merry Christmas celebration. So, so, the version, so the version you sent me, Chad, is sang mm-hmm. by children. Yes. And it's the Kids Bop version, as I wrote down in my notes. <laughs> and, not wrong. Um, 
it is a very traditional sort of almost uh, church like, uh, like it's all him him like is what I'll say. Oh, for sure. But what it does. There's remind... a... Go ahead. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. I'm please. So the reason why I picked it not because it sounds like a kids Bob Christmas version, <laughs> but my the choir that I sing in here in Komutov we've actually sung this Christmas carol. Can you sing me a, a bit of it? Don't say no. Nope. nope. I'm the bass, dude. I need I need the those voices stacked above me. Come on. I knew, I knew you were going to say no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you need to, you, you know, if, if, if this podcast is really going to shine, you need to uh, step out of oneself. and. I'm, uh, I'm doing us a favor by not <laughs> singing a bass line by itself. <laughs> I was like, so um, no one listened to the last episode, apparently. <laughs> Granted, <laughs> I, I guess at this point, they we would have already gotten them to listen to it. Right. Yeah, Chad, it's okay. We're an hour 40 in. We already got their listens, so you can ruin it. That's, <laughs> that's it's true. It's already been marked as a listen. That's all we need. That's true. That is true. That's all but the yeah, validation a, we need. Other other than it being a kid's bop uh, song, Jared, what are, what are your thoughts on it? It's just a very traditional song. I mean, it, it, it's... I, I, not, I don't want to say I have no thoughts on it, but it's 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 just very traditional. But what I'll tell you what it did remind me of when I first heard it mm-hmm. was the uh, uh, Peanuts Christmas song. Oh, nice. Okay, I can I see enjoy, that. I enjoy the Peanuts uh, variation of holiday songs in general and just right. Peanuts songs. Th- th- that's one of the songs I want to learn on, on piano is either Christmas as, time as you is should. here, filled with joy and cheer, or just like the that's ding, 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 ding. But the only reason I haven't thought... Oh, you mean the, the intro song? The... Yeah, the only reason yeah. I haven't learned that yet is because one of my teacher's other students played that a couple of years ago, and I was like, I don't just want to play something that's some other... But I don't know the tune. Right. That's true. When are we going to cross paths? But yeah, it's just like a tradition. I have little to say. I mean, not that there's... And not that it's bad... But like, if people were to, if I were to say it's a traditional Christmas song sang sang in a hymn-like fashion, I think that would mm-hmm. be a perfect explanation of what the song is. I would agree. I would agree. So check that out on our Twitter, Untranslatable One. Um, Vesele uh, Vanochni Hodi, um, a Merry Christmas celebration. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the proper translation for that. Yeah, and I think it's a definitely an enjoyable. Um, Christmas song. If you want to learn a little bit of Czech, there you go. We hope you enjoy it. And speaking of Czech, I have our word of the pod today. This is a very important one during Christmas time, Jared. And the word is stromacek. Christmas what do you related. Think it's Christmas related. Yeah. What do you think uh, stromacek means? Now I've guessed gifts a bunch of time. Times. It's not gift. Okay. Gift is darek. Okay. Wow. Look at you. Mm-hmm. I got my Christmas vocab on lock. Don't you worry. Um, Stromacek. Is it snow? Nope. Okay. You know, I I think the weakness for me in trying to do this is you can clearly tell that I'm using my like I'm I'm trying to connect it to English somehow. Like, oh, well, it starts with S. Right. Stro right. snow. <laughs> right. Like I it think is. that's a uh, uh, weakness for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, I have the same problem. It is Christmas tree. Stromacek. Oh, is uh, mm-hmm. that two is two separate words or is it Strom is, is tree. It's I think it's literally little tree. 
Okay. Okay. Little tree, but they use it as like a Christmas tree. Oh well, there's a, a false friend mm-hmm. storm. You could also, for between German and Czech, maybe. Just saying. Right. That's true. That is true. I don't know why I'm forcing this, but <laughs> it's all good. Many fragista. Right, I got a couple additional Christmas jokes for you. So, what do you call a snowman with a six pack? <laughs> Frosty the Ripped Man. <laughs> I like that. But uh, I was actually thinking an abdominal snowman. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. Right. And Jared, you know, our, our I podcast bet you there's a series, lot of people that won't get that joke, though. Because we have a lot not. of non-American um, listeners. Right. I think there's a lot of non-American people that don't know what an abdominal snowman that's, is. That's fair. Let's, let's explain it real quick. So abdominal obviously means your abs or yes, your stomach pack. muscles. And then abominable snowman is like this dangerous big it's snowman. It's like a yeti right? or yeah, like yeah, yeah. almost a winter Sasquatch. Right. <laughs> that's that's a good how way I to kind of it. imagine it. That's fair. Yeah. So that's that's where that punchline comes from. Well, Jared, our podcast, I think, is very... Uh, <laughs> it, I thought it was all right. Uh, definitely not one of the worst ones I've uh, shared as joke of the pod. <laughs> So my next one for you, uh, you know, we are a language and culture podcast. Mm-hmm. So, Jared, what is Santa's primary language? Money. <laughs> for those Santa's you know, magic, Jared. He doesn't need money. Santa's He's magic. heavily sponsored by Coca-Cola, Mercedes-Benz. Uh, That's true. <laughs> Sony. That's true. You're not wrong. Uh, what, do you um, think? what do you think is Santa's primary language? I don't know. What is it? North Polish. I like it. I like it. Right. And my last one for you is um, what is a way that you would describe Christmas time? Very stressful. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) But I was thinking Christmas time is the time of the year when everyone gets sentimental. Yeah, some, yeah. All right. I don't know if that's true, though. Maybe not. Dep- I, don't, I, I don't see on the a lot of sentimental sentimentality in my family, but maybe that's just a shortcoming of my family in general. Who uh, knows? Not, uh, not Chris. Uh, not not a comment on your great joke finding. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, we hope all of our listeners out there have enjoyed our Christmas episode, and we hope you all have a merry Christmas. And uh, the quote of the pod for this week is simply, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Vesele Vanoce, Frohe Weihnachten, Feliz Navidad. How do you say it in French again, Jared? Uh, Joué Noël. Joué Noël, I believe. I I closed it. It's all good. (laughs) Well, we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and you enjoyed this episode and we have uh, given you a little bit of extra Christmas cheer this year. Yeah. So we thank you very much. Uh, we hope that you all have, as they say in German, a good slide into the new year. Einen guten Rutsch ins neue Jahr. And we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, if you have any untranslatables you'd like to share with us, feel free to send them to us at our email, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, or on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. We would love to hear from you. We hope you have a very Vesele um, Vanoce or Merry Christmas, as they say here in the Czech Republic. Uh, and we thank you until next time and Yekuyeme. Yeah.